Hey there, welcome back to the Shannon Roberts Podcast. I'm your hostess, Shannon Roberts. As promised, I am continuing to share my day-to-day experiences with the Fan the Flame challenge that I and others are walking through right now as we expectantly, expectantly, excuse me, head towards Pentecost on May 23rd. Now, I have a question for you, and I have a question for myself. Well, I asked this question of myself yesterday. What happens when we set these goals for ourselves or we've set a vision based on God's vision for our lives because we know that God has spoken a word into us, whether it was through his scripture or in the prayer closet or via imagery or through a prophetic word from a prophet or a pastor or a teacher or an evangelist, anyone truly who is submitted to the heart and will of God or the word of God that speaks into our lives? What do we do when we're like, okay, God has cast this vision, but here I am, and I don't want to take any steps today, or I don't want to do the things today because, well, I just don't feel like it. I don't feel like it mentally, or I don't feel like it emotionally, or I don't feel like it spiritually, or all of the above. You're just being hit hard. Well, yesterday evening, I had not gotten my workout in, and I had told myself that I was going to work out yesterday. I've been on vacation for the past week, which, by the way, is why I haven't shared the previous eight days to this challenge, because I was away with family, and I just wanted to be able to unplug with them and enjoy sunshine, sand, and some nice sunny heat weather. Um, But anyway, I I was regaining my bearings with work and just getting things ready in the house, and then I just had no chutzpah, nothing, nada, (laughs) zip, zilch, zero in me. Yesterday afternoon, about 5, 5.30, my husband rolls down the driveway from work, and I'm like, okay, I have got to go get this done. I've got to get this done. So I laced up the shoes, I, you know, got everything ready, and I went for my walk, and I told myself I was just going to go for a nice stroll, and then I ended up doing some sprints because it was my hit cardio day, came back, felt great, was so glad that I did, and then I had the energy to make a good healthy dinner of hamburger and, um, what was it, bacon cauliflower smash, which was delicious, and then I hit the pillow at 9 p.m. That's right, folks. My teenager was like, you're going to bed already? It's only 9 o'clock. What's wrong with you? I'm like, I'm tired. I am tired. But anyway, the question arises, What do we do when our get along is no longer in our get up? (laughs) We just don't want to. We want to dig in our heels, regardless of the fact that we have a promise from the Lord that we are being encouraged to walk towards. I don't want to over-spiritualize anything, but truly, it's a matter of praying. It's not about digging deep down into our, you know, reserves of whatever, I can't even find the word right now, but it's digging deep into prayer, digging deep into God's spirit. Why? Because self-control is a fruit of the spirit. It is not something conjured up by the flesh. Although we get that twisted sometimes and we get that mixed around that if I just had the resolution and if I just had the wherewithal and, you know, if I was just more determined. Well, folks, sometimes our flesh just absolutely doesn't want to. Physically, mentally, emotionally, we don't want to. And our soul can be just so weary, but we can call on the Holy Spirit. We can call on Jesus through prayer and say, Lord, 
I know that you have this vision for me. And in my case specifically, it is not one issue whatsoever for me to get into prayer and to get into his word and just just spend time in his presence and connecting with his Holy Spirit. He is my passion. It's the very first thing that I do every day along with a good cup of coffee. Um, so that's not a struggle for me. Uh, walking in my calling, it's not a, str- a struggle for me. I enjoy teaching and encouraging and facilitating healing. I enjoy ministering to the women in my community and in my marriage and with my children who are young adults. So that seems to be fewer and farther between these days, I thoroughly enjoy creating art and doing those things that he's called me to do. But the thing for me, what he's been pointing to me or pointing to in my life rather, is to be a stronger vessel. He has been communicating to me, we need to bring down healthier range. Your BMI needs to be tweaked a little bit so you're you're more healthy. Your muscle mass, you know, could stand to increase a bit. And it's not so that I look a certain way or that my jeans fit better or, or any of that. Uh, now granted, I think that he knows my husband would surely appreciate a, a woman who f- looks healthy and is strong and adventurous and is able to go do you know, adrenaline-seeking things that my husband loves to do. Sure, I believe God knows that about my husband, but that's not why. He's pointing to this area of my life specifically so I can be strong to live out my calling. And the same is true, I believe, for you. He desires that we are strong vessels. Now remember, Holy Spirit lives within you and I. We are to steward His vessel, our body, well, we are, we are to take care of it. And so for me, as I was saying, he is pointing to my body to be a little bit trim, a little bit stronger, definitely, you know, heart healthy and able to fulfill the calling that he has placed on my life in a different variety of ways. Why? Like I said the other day, for the sake of others. So I can go for a hike with my husband or go for a bike ride that he'd like to go for, whether that's, you know, 13 miles or two miles. My husband loves that. So I will go, you know, swimming and and enjoy the lake house this summer confidently with my teenage young adult daughters um, so that I can, you know, do work around the, the church or the community or serve wherever he would put me and place me in this um, sphere, (laughs) you know, whatever. He needs me strong for those reasons. Now, what do we do when we've lost our get up and our get along? When we've lost our mojo, our chutzpah, our, our want to? We pray. We pray. We seek the Lord and we say, Lord, Self-control is a fruit of your spirit. Your spirit is within me. In this moment, I need self-control to cause me to do the thing I really don't want to do, to cause me to move, to cause me to lift the weights, to cause me to drink the water, to cause me to get into your word, to cause me to go ahead and pray, to cause me to send that text message to the person that you've placed on my heart. Self-control is related to so many different things, and it certainly related to responding to Holy Spirit. I found it interesting uh, the other day when we were reading in Acts that Stephen was highlighting to the Jewish folks and the people that he was speaking with that there is this deep-seated resistance to obeying Holy Spirit. And it went back all the way to the beginning and he just brings us forward that there's a deep-seated resistance to following Holy Spirit, to obeying I know people hate that word, the word of the Lord. 
whether it's in scripture or whether it is according to the leading of his Holy Spirit, which we actually read today in Acts 10 that Peter demonstrates beautifully obeying the law of the spirit versus the law of the letter, which we read in 2 Corinthians that the law of the letter kills, but the law of the spirit gives life. And so I am just encouraging us today, encouraging us today to lean into Holy Spirit in those moments and to say, you know what, flesh, I have authority over you. And I, in Christ Jesus, by the power of Holy Spirit, I am going to do that which I know God has called me to do. Perhaps it's not the flesh. Perhaps it's the enemy who is tempting and tantalizing. Well, why don't you just go take a nap? Just go ahead and go to bed right now. It's only 5.30. <laughs> that would give you a good 12, 14 hours sleep. Well, I'm sure that's not healthy either. You also have authority of the, over those powers and principalities. We have authority in Christ Jesus to dig deep into prayer, to call on Holy Spirit, and then trust Him and by faith begin to walk in whatever fruit it is that we may need at the time. Self-control is what I was calling on yesterday. Perhaps for you it's joy. Perhaps the enemy or your flesh is just like, you know what? Sucking the joy right out of me. I can't enjoy anything. I just feel like I'm constantly fighting. I'm constantly wallowing. I, I dig deep, brother, sister. Dig deep for that joy that is yours in the Holy Spirit who lives with inside you. Perhaps it's anxiety for you. And you're like, I have no peace. It's been robbed. I'm constantly feeling frazzled and angry and anxious and irritated. Dig deep. Ask Holy Spirit to cause the fruit of peace, the fruit of the Spirit of peace, to manifest immediately in your life. God is so faithful. All we have to do is ask, His Word says, when we ask according to His will. We know this is aligned with his will because it is part of who he is. It's his spirit. <laughs> How awesome is our God? Ugh, our God is so awesome. So after you've prayed and then after you've walked in the fruit that you have asked for, then by all means, give glory to the Lord. But just remember, all of the fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and self-control, they're all there for us to, to trust, to come to fruition immediately sometimes. They're not feelings. They're not feelings. They're not something we conjure in the flesh. They are a fruit of the Spirit and available to us in any given moment when we call upon the Lord. And I, my friend, believe that's where that scripture, in my weakness, He is strong. Because in that moment, we're not feeling so loving or feeling kind of hateful and angry and not so happy. We can call on the Lord. And in our weakness, in that moment of weakness, when we're not feeling so, so loving, He, through His Spirit, will pour love into our hearts <laughs> and cause us to be loving towards ourselves, perhaps, or to the one in front of us or to those around us. Amen? Amen. All right, so I am going to go ahead and wrap this up with prayer today. I pray this was an encouragement for you. And if you are following along, you've decided to just kind of listen along over the next several weeks to the Fan the Flames Challenge, um, I would love to hear from you if you decide to start taking your own steps or if perhaps this podcast 
blessed you today and it was really an encouragement for you, I would just love, love, love to hear from you. So Father God, I thank you for every listener who listens to this episode today. Lord, I ask in the name of Jesus that the wind of your spirit would fan their flames, Lord God, and they would know that they know that they know that they have authority in Christ Jesus to speak over their bodies and flesh and to speak over the enemy who may be tempting them or trying to convince them that the fruits of your spirit are not available to them in the moment that they need them in all the fullness. Lord God, I ask in the name of Jesus that they would call upon your spirit who lives within them and they would trust and have faith that you will immediately bring the fruits of your spirit into their lives in the moments when they need you the most. Father God, I pray that rather than wallowing in shame or sorrow due to what may be perceived as weakness, that they would again just call on your name. And in their weakness, in our weakness, we are made strong by you. And there isn't a time constraint on that. I believe that can happen immediately in the name of Jesus. So Father, again, I ask that you would bless the listener. I ask for a hedge of protection about their heart, mind, and soul. I pray that as these seeds have been sown into the soil of their hearts, Lord God, that there is immediate manifestation of your seed in their life and them walking boldly, moving forward faithfully into all the things that you have for them, whether that is growing in a deeper love with you, moving further into their calling, taking care of the vessel that you live with in by um, tweaking their nutrition and fitness and learning to rest. And Lord, whether it's also just being who they need to be to those around them, whether it's their children or their spouse or the people they work with and minister with people at the grocery store or the gas station. Lord, I pray that you are equipping them today in this hour, in this moment. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. So I just want to leave you with this little meme that I came across. It was coincidentally, quote unquote, uh, and it says, water did not turn into wine without doing anything. Bitterness does not turn into happiness without doing anything. Apathy does not turn into passion without doing anything. And fat does not turn into fit without doing anything. In those moments where you may feel like, I don't need to do this. This is too legalistic. This is too, this is too much. Just because you're, you're transitioning from one comfort zone into another comfort zone, remind yourself If you want to be somewhere you've never been, you're going to have to do some things that you've never done to get there. But we do have to do something. So I pray that today, this word, this podcast episode inspires you to do whatever you know Holy Spirit is calling you to do today. Blessings.